Oh boy, that was a good episode. Welcome back to Nobody Wake the Bugbear. I believe this is episode 20 of Ghosts of Gaunt Grimm. Hello, John, you are here. I'm here, Andrew. Hello, Josh, you are here. Josh, you are yes, here. Yes, Andrew, can you hear me? Yes. Grim, what is it? Not Grim Fandango. That's a, that's a game of the 90s. Good game. Good game. John, this is Clem Fandango. Clem can Fandango. you hear me? <laughs> yes. Yes, I can hear you. Keep your hand on the fucking button. And Doug, you've got your finger on the button. I do, in fact, have my finger on the button. How are you? Sorry, I took my finger off the button. Can you say that again? I said, how are you? Oh, I'm good. Thank All you. Right. Well, John, you were a bit, little bit creeped out last week's episode. I'm not a happy chappy. Let's, uh, let's kick off the recap. Let's go straight into the recap. It was Josh's return to being Tobias. I had a good time playing Tobias for three episodes. But now he is back. That was actually me, everyone. And oh, Josh is actually here. I thought I said that. Yeah, it's crazy. Took the words out of your mouth. But yes, would you like to recap last week's episode? Last week? <laughs> Look at each other, then agree which one is going to do it. No, I was going to say, what a tremendous recap. Yeah. Okay, where did we start? Oh my goodness. Last week we had a foray into the uh, introduction between Tobias and Titus at the beginning, where they shared some of their own personal lore uh, when it came to their tribes. How was, how was that important to Tobias, do you think, after all this time? Uh, well, there's some similarities between Titus and Tobias and Blug in that they've lost their tribes, so to speak, but in different ways. One of them was more mutinous in, in terms of the Crag, Cragmore, is yeah. it? Yeah, Cragmore tribe. Cragmore tribe, overruling the chieftain in favour of gold that was offered by a drow. Yeah. And Cabias had lost his tribe to invasion from a human city. They, they met and this was, you know, it was good to know that there was another bugbear that he could defer to and, and, and have fellowship with because it's been a long time. Yeah, for a very long time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can't bear it anymore. Oi. Really bugging me. Oh. <laughs> hey. And then so after that, we, we had a moment where we tried some medicinal treatments for Kreza's nightmares. And that which seemed to work with his, you know, or night terrors, I should say. Um, yes, Doug is under the impression as a player that the night madness will stop once the mechanics <laughs> of his uh, resurrection passes, which will be on the next long rest, the one coming up today. Yeah. Would that be correct, Doug? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Well, we'll find out what happens. So there's some hope for, for Kreza's madness. There's also some moments where... Fintok had debriefed with Cisco on their suspicions over Gladys's true intentions and what she was doing with the mind flayer, not so, mind flayer, uh, intellect devourer. If you heard the last few episodes where they told only Maximus of this mm. the whole time, and Maximus was, you know, he's going to take your word for it. He doesn't like, you know, he's not on the aberration side at all. So it's because we were scared that the other dwarves would turn on us because Gladys is more famous and she knows, like, they know they've travelled with her. Most of the dwarves here have travelled with her, not with us. And we've got an undead tiefling yeah. with us. So you, going on that suspicion, Kabias, you followed Gladys for the day and she was going about her usual day, which mm -hmm. looks to be wake up, go to make food for everyone, two spells. And then tend to the sick and injured, which I would go back and check every hour and just say that I'm bringing supplies. Sure, sure. And So it's like a downtime action following her. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then 12 o'clock came by around then, around lunchtime. Everyone completed work. Stopped for Smoko. And the, the work was completed on the crane. Work complete. Yes, the crane was complete. And you agreed to send Kresis. With fully a very, operational. <laughs> yes. I think you'll find this crane is fully operational by the time your friends arrive. Kresis, you have a very poor disguise on right now. So as soon as that hood comes off... Yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be fun. So is Aduragar's insight lower than eight? Krasilla, queen of the desert. Do you think so? I mean, I've got the hood on. They can't see my face. Yes. But if a shadowy figure is talking, negotiating you with a hood on, you can't see their face, do you think you want to see their face? I'll just tell them I'm horribly disfigured. Well, 
we'll get to that. You also have Maximus. You have Yuri, the Durgar sub-commander, who has agreed the right of conquest. And lastly, you have the leader of this emissary himself, Fintok Fausmit, heir of Delzun. Right out of my depth, as usual. Right in the depths. Ironically. Yes, rather quite ironically. Now, you've seen dead Durgar here. That's probably why they haven't been attacking this last 16 hours or so, during the night and now the morning. What do you think has happened to these people? Could be one of three. Could be, uh, could be the dwarves taking pot shots down to keep them at bay and has actually... Hit some of them. Hit some of them, yeah. yeah. yeah it could be uh, a slave revolt and they've managed <laughs> to push, push past here. Or it just could be some heebie-jeebie squid shit. And yeah. I, I'm imagining, like, if there were any children amongst the slaves, yeah. of, like, the equivalent of throwing pennies off the Empire State Building and it, like, hitting a, a pedestrian going past. They're just, like, throwing, like, Pebbles. little copper coins yeah. off the edge to see how deep it is, and it just hits a few to a car on the way down. Okay. Just brains them. Well, we'll find out what you all going to do when we enter the episode. We ended on a cliffhanger, as is tradition... And I mean, I, we're at the bottom of the cliff, Andrew. Yes. Yes. We we're not the, hanging off the cliff. Kavias hasn't come down yet. We, we spent the tail end going down the cliff, Andrew. All right. Let us begin. Episode 20. Here we go. dust settles as the platform hits the ground. You see the bodies of Durgar, five or six, laying at various points around this open cavern, the pit just above you, reaching out like a giant funnel going upwards. And out of the shadows, you see figures. You see what looks to be humans? Dwarves, gnomes, and stepping out in front of all of them is a tall elf. They look to be, from immediate scanning, they look to be wearing various equipment that we would think a Durgar would wear. Mixtures of studded leather, hide armor, and the chain mail that they use. Some are wearing shields, Durgar shields. Others have weapons of the Durgar as well. The one in front, the tall elf, has no weapons and they're wearing more lighter leather armour. Doesn't fit very well because he's so tall. But nevertheless, you see this tall elf with brownish hair walk out of the darkness with hands open. I will walk forward with my hands also open. Oh there! We mean you no harm. Lower your weapons. But no one's got their weapons out. Yeah, we didn't have weapons out. Okay. I see you have no weapons. <laughs> I am also unarmed. So, looks like this pit is under new management then. Yes. What is your name, dwarf? I am Fentok Phalasmet. Of the Seekers of the Way. Uh, this... Never mind. What's your name? <laughs> My name is Ilantir Suve, and I am a captive here by the Durgar. And I'm sorry, my friends here are fellow, are fellow workers, also captured by the Durgar. We have heard of the attacks coming from above, but we did not know. We fought our way here. 
and we found the scene of battle. The Durgar had been killed. They are escaping down the tunnels. They did not concern themselves with staying to fight. I gathered what allies I could. It was madness. They were killing us left and right. The other workers were taking blade dropped and attacking. We fought together with those that I have worked with, mined with before, those I could trust, and we fought our way here in hope of that the rumor was true. How many other are down here living? Before we get to that, uh, you said that these Duragar around us were dead by the time you got here? Yes, what is your name? I'm Kresis. I'm just here to guard the little one. Hello, Kresis. I can't quite see your face. I am Elantir Sylvae. I'm Kresis, the horribly disfigured. Anyway. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. So you did not slay these Duragar in this pit? No, we did not. And Yuri speaks up. What did slay these Duragar? We do not know. As I said, we found them. Their blood is still warm. It might not have been so long. We do not want to tarry here. There are other things out there. We can get you up slowly, but it will take time. You need to start making a defensive perimeter on this position while we discuss. We have others. We have blocked the exits. We have it under guard. But please... What is your intentions here? Why is this all happening? We came to speak to the occupying Duragar because there is an urgent matter which concerns all of us. Slaves, masters, newcomers. You must know of the aberrants that live in the darkness here. Yes, we are all well aware of that. If we don't finish them off, they will do something that puts this world in jeopardy. And Ilantia gestures to the back of him, and other refugees pour out, and you see them, a mixture of human, other dwarves, even holding their weapons, and he addresses them, please lower your weapons, everyone. And there looks to be about 10 around you. They're sort of funneling in, but they've got their weapons holstered. How many are down here? Please, tell us how many there are of you first, and we will answer. You must understand. Insight check. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, roll insight. 17. Three. Natural 20. Yeah, he seems uh, quite sincere. It seems like he wants you to go first as a sort of symbol of trust. More than enough to hold the area above. For specific numbers, I don't actually even know. Are you from the Dwarven Kingdoms? Are you from the surface? Some of us are. Yes. Yeah. Then why do you have our captors with you? Right of conquest. We defeated them. We defeated them in the battle above. And they capitulated to us. What does that mean? It means the war is not over. And Yuri speaks up. It means that... The ones above are more powerful. They killed our leader, Kozul. Ah, so it is true. And they offered us a chance to redeem ourselves in battle. I see. I would have liked you to give us that same treatment, but instead you enslaved us, killed us, and made us work here. Well, it's just business. Look, what what happened between... The Dugar and the captors, we know to be atrocious. We also know it now to be over. You are slaves no more. There is no Dugar power above or down here. But we will all be slaves or worse if something is not done about the intrusions from beyond. There is no slavery like slavery of the mind. I have seen it. Slimy things crawling in the dark will make slaves of us all. Though time begins to pass... Are you staying down here? Are you signaling above? I'm going to use um, thaumaturgy to sort of 
yell out upwards and sort of... What do you say? Just sort of explain. We've got slaves down here, freed slaves. Duragard lost their grip. The Duragard. And gone, apparently. Gone. But the slaves weren't the ones that killed the Duragard down here. We need to start ferrying people up hot quick. Yeah. So you spend some time talking with Elantia and... We'd probably try and organise to start getting them up. Yeah, sure. Quick. Did you want him to explain what's been going on or are you just going to shovel him up? Oh, no, we'll, we'll talk to him and, and okay. so while we're is, talking to him... It's about to happen. Here we're just right. shoving people up in the background. So, Elan... Well, no. Are you going? Mixture of both. Okay. He can stay down here. We'll shovel up the rest. Okay. We're four at a time. So... What can you offer us? Do you have protection? Will my people I'm responsible for be safe? You'll be safe. We have protection. We have healing. We have food up there. Though we, we don't really trust the healer, but yes, we Shh. do. So Elantia goes back and sort of begins to talk with... Uh, and we have a way out. Talk with the other men. Do we try and make them come or do we just ask for volunteers? And sooner or later, they step back, and it looks around. You can see 20, 30, maybe. And Inlantia says, There are around 30 of us. Will it be okay? Is it enough for us to come up? You can come up. Do you mind if I come up first? Not at all. Oh. And you will leave one of yours down here too. Perhaps it'd be best if you... Just why we communicated. As a symbol of trust, of course. Yeah, we just... We can ferry your men up, but... Uh, we might stay down here for a bit, so... It'd be good to chat, and then you can go up towards the end, if that's yes, all right. Yes, one... I will go up, and one of you will stay down here. That's the opposite of... Okay, uh, you just completely ignored what Is I just said. Is there anyone else... Is there anyone else here who has authority... Or is it just you? I have the authority for... I am responsible for this band. Then it'd be best if As you... a show of good faith, one of you stay down here, your leader, or one of you stay down here and I will act yeah. as a hostage. Uh, not, not trying to be meta, but I was just going to say, so what he's saying is he goes up with three of the people that have come down. Correct. Whereas you could suggest that he goes up with one of the people that have come down and... Two of his uh, two others of his compatriots. I'm suggesting we just start ferrying all of his men up. Yeah, and he's he not willing. No, he's not willing to do that as a show of good faith. He wants to go up while some of yeah. you stay down here. I'm, I'm saying I'm, I'm not you can really, flip the ratio. Yeah, I'm not really comfortable with sending them up while we're still chatting. I don't know why he has to go. Chatting's up. over. I'm just saying, what would you like to do? Agree? Yes or no? Well, we don't have to worry about the Duergar seeing you and freaking out. Well, do you want to go up with him and I'll stay down here? Two of you can stay down here if you want. Do you feel safe down here? Uh, no, but I feel safer with you going up. Okay. That's sort of a Kreza's thing. He would want you to get out of here as well. well uh, no, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute here. <laughs> Let me think about this rationally. Okay. Every time we've left Kreza alone, <laughs> something terrible has happened to him. But, but you're going to leave Maximus with him, you said, and two of you will stay down and two of them will go up. Why don't we just send him up with a Duracar <laughs> and the two of us stay down here? I mean, you, you're welcome well, to a, stay As down. a show of good faith, who's leading, the, who's leading this mission, John? Me. Good. So I've got to stay down here. He is the leader of this team. Yeah. So and he's trying up. to negotiate with you, the leader of this team. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely sticking down here. <laughs> okay. Fintok? And Ilantia. We'll go on the lift. Are Fine. going up the lift. Okay. And I'm Maximus. Go to the toilet. Okay. And Maximus and Yuri can go up the lift as well. And we'll continue on. No, they're staying here with you. There's no point to keep him down here. Doug. What? I know. I want someone to go up with them. I don't trust this guy. He gives me the heebie jeebies. What we're saying is if you and two of the others from the party of four stay down. Yeah, that's not what he said. He just said all four of us are staying down. No, I did not. No. You just did that then? Up. No, he didn't. Fintok is going up with Elantia. Fintok and Elantia are going up. No, Fintok just said he's staying down. No, he said we're going up. He said it. It came out of his mouth. Oh, he made it sound like he was staying down here. No. Well, if Fintok's going up, that's fine, but I'll stay down here if 
That part was already happened. Yes. But what he's saying is that Maximus and Yuri are also staying down. Mm-hmm. And then you said, no, you don't, that you don't want that. I'll send Yuri up. But what they're saying is Fintok had said that the, all three of you will stay down because you're safer with more numbers. Yeah. If no. you're happy with so just Maximus. If I'm it's happy just with you just and Maximus, Maximus okay. I feel like you're more in danger than you, Maximus, and Yuri. Too late. Yeah. Just Maximus and Krez, the tiefling and the Durga. Well, we're making that decision without John around, so uh, yeah. I would like, I would rather he be around to give his... Fintok and Yuri have important strategical value. I'm not going to leave them down here in danger. It's trust, Doug. The point is, you're leaving someone possibly in danger, and they are leaving someone possibly in danger as a show of good faith. So that if no, Elantia doesn't return or a body flops down on the floor, then they'll probably kill you. You get what I'm saying? It's a, tra- yes, it's a, host- it's a trade-off. but Atlantia's not going into danger. <laughs> yeah, he knows that. Yeah, and we know that. So how the fuck... No, I mean, I'm sarcastic. How does he know that? Because we haven't fucking killed him. Oh, my God. We just explained to him that we're... All right, we'll get John's safe. input, and then we'll, mo- we'll continue. Because <laughs> one of the two things is going to happen. Point is, he doesn't, he doesn't quite believe you because he's suspicious because he doesn't know who you are. Yeah. And I don't know who he is. And he's right. It's safer with numbers. So I'd rather have Yuri with Fintok. Well, he was going to say him and three of the party of four and leave one of you downstairs. We're trying to suggest that three of the party of four stay downstairs because it's safer. No, I want a second person with Fintok. Okay, Yuri is with Fintok. Yeah. Well, Maximus, you trust well, Maximus. If Fintok needs to, he can just jump off with the ring of Featherfall. Yeah, but I'd still feel better if Maximus went with Fintok. Maximus is with Fintok, Elantia, and... Oh, cool. Yeah, leave. Let's, let's keep the one that trusts you the least down there with you. That's fine. It's done. <laughs> it is done. I probably would have sent Yuri because Yuri's got... No. Well, you just said Maximus. Fintok's the one that's in charge, so he's, I would imagine that he's going to make the decision. So we're just waiting for him to finish pooping. Yeah. Is he pooping? No, he's pooping. I don't know what he's doing. He had time. What do you want me to do? Spy on him in the toilet? Oh, so we'll, we'll keep it on pod right now. So... As they're just about to step on the panel, we shift back. And it's been about 10 minutes so far, 15 sure. minutes, and no word has come until you hear a shout in Kresdus's voice of, and if you're not by the pit, someone comes no, and up. gets you. Well, no, they don't know I'm up. Oh. Because I snuck. Up. So if you don't hear it. I don't know. You don't know. Yeah. So what are you doing in this time? I am conspiring with Cisco and Anastasia in a quiet area that is unmonitored to determine that for us to move forward and accept Gladys as, sorry, or for Cisco to accept Gladys as someone who has endangered one of our party. Fintok gave the impression that he trusts Fintok. Yeah, but I'm talking about emphatic proof. Okay, like solid proof for the, more for the benefit of the group. Yeah, because yeah. Cisco can then tell the rest of mm. the people uh, sees her, you know. Because he also has to convince Verg and other things. He'll have like to that. convince other people, and if he hasn't seen it with his own eyes, he's just taking our word for it. There's not much that we can really do, that especially is true. if Sis- if every- she's telling everyone that crazy is crazy. So thinking of a way that going okay, we need to seek an opportunity to either find proof or have Anastasia. I believe you can cast invisibility, and then Cisco if he's invisible, can witness something if we lay it, lay it out an opportunity that's too good to pass up for, yep, for Gladys. Yep, what's the opportunity? Well, she's, we, we don't know yet, but as far as what's been presented, we've got, uh, she's given a medallion. We've you know got an opportunity to pass that along to Krezis. We can do detect magic or something like that on it. Or we could take her up on her offer to soothe Krezis. We could find something that would give her time alone sure. Um, so we just need something that would be too good or we have an opportunity to have me go into her room when she doesn't know mm. that I'm up here and go through her stuff your plan is to A either get Anastasia to cast invisibility on you you can sneak in there with a stealth mm. check rummage through her and stuff and her and Cisco can have an excuse to distract any guards at the door okay or you can just send you can send Krez in to commune with her once again, mm. and you be in the room as well. Or already. Cisco be in the room already. Both of you invisible. invisible. Can't has to be one of you. No, just Cisco. Oh, just Cisco. Yeah, his just stealth, Cisco invisible. His stealth might not be as high, and he might get discovered. 
Um, if he's in there already and just staying still, would he you have to not have stealth. advantage for stealth for no being advantage. invisible? No. You have to roll for stealth. Yeah, why no advantage with invisibility? Oh, that's right. Because you're he hearing, you know. If he hears breathing or, you know, gurgling in your stomach. Um, I could do pass without a trace or something. Yeah. We can figure as it out As long as later. he passes his stealth track. Yeah, we can figure that about later. I, yeah. don't, I'm not, I don't really care about the semantics right now. Mm. I'm just talking about like these are some opportunities that we want to discuss. Yeah. So I wanted to discuss that with Cisco and just say we need to find some things that we have emphatic proof. Either she's trying to do something sure. to Krez or she's a mind flayer, intellectual layer yeah. in the no, body no of worries. a dwarf. That's with a plan and we'll move back down. Doodly, doodly, doodly. And Fintok... Maximus steps on the platform with you, yep. along with along with Elantia, Elantia yeah. and one other dwarf. Okay. Hello, my name's Barry. Welcome back to the relatively less and the deep platform <laughs> goes off. Pirate Barry. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking Maximus because the other slaves might try to kill the Duergar that's alive, and I like Maximus, so yeah. I want to keep him alive. I like Maximus, yeah. but the other one has pull. So you disappear. Going up and up, and Krez and Yuri, you both see this platform going up. I am looking down hallways. I am on absolute edge. So we're leaving you down here again. Yep. No, Yuri's there. Yuri's there. Yes, but we're still. The players yes. are still leaving yeah. you down here again. So Yuri says to you, Krez. Split the party. Yuri says. Again. Three ways. <laughs> Yuri says to you, Krezus. Is this such a good idea? Do you trust these slaves? Not in the fucking slightest. Well, they haven't drawn weapons on them. I recognize some. They are, they are workers here. We have used them. I noticed some of them before. They are weak. Aye, but they are alive. The Abolithans. The Aboliths. Aboliths have... Uh, What's an Abolith? The monsters, the squid monsters that we've been fighting. The, oh, yeah, the aberrant threat. That one. They have ways of fucking with the brain, so to speak. And the fact that so deep into Duregard territory that we're finding their kills. I'm concerned that none of my Duregard soldiers are here. I would have liked to heard the story, but I guess they're talking about it upstairs. And yet these ones are still alive. I don't want them to hang around camp. If we can kick them out and send them on their way, that's one thing, but... I thought you were supposed to garner their help. Yeah. We need to uh, siphon them, so to speak. Make sure they're not tainted. And we head back up. I am, like, on edge. Yeah. Laser focused. You can roll perception. Eight. Okay. Not quite. Maximus, Fintok, Barry, and Elantia come up. And Verg is there. You begin talking, and you introduce Verg to Elantia, the elf and Elantia begins to tell the story, his side of the story. So a few days ago, the turmoil spread within the Duragar ranks. There were rumours that Kazul had been killed by the invading dwarves from above the pit. The work details were stopped, and most of the slaves were kept in the pens under limited guard. The Duragar seemed to be arguing with each other and infighting, he doesn't speak undercommon, but he picks up some words along the way. Something about leaving or abandoning the post and they'll be killed if they, you know, things like that. And within a couple of days, the Corby pen broke out and just begin ripping arms off Duragar. There was a huge riot. They could no longer control. Because if there's no constant state of work and exhaustion, within a few days they begin to regain some strength and they finally broke out. There was a full-scale riot. The workers, the Duragar, were dying everywhere. Elantia gathered together with those that he trusted, the more goodly peoples of the, of the realms, and they gathered together in group. They fought their way through the tunnels, through the slave warrens, and the Duragar began abandoning their posts. Some would fight them on the way through, but they were escaping. They were running to the darkened way and not staying to fight. Now that you have some time, he explains there's around 30 of these refugees, of the workers. They gathered what weapons they could and fought their way to the pit, and they found the Duragar dead. 
But by what means? They're not sure. They just look like normal... Maybe it was infighting and they're not sure. They didn't notice anything specific. Krezis could have checked... You could have checked the bodies while you are down there, but you didn't. But that's okay. And in general, he seems very pleased that the... Of what he sees. He sees the dwarves. He sees... He already sees other workers being liberated and fed and well looked after. And without much of a role for persuasion, I think he can give the go-ahead to come up. And you get this information. A yell goes down, or maybe a note. A note gets fired down. Yeet. And a rock just hits the ground, Kresis, with a note attached to it. And you read it, and it says, all good to come up, ready to go. Four at a time. All right, everyone. File up to a line, four abreast. And you notice on the, the note... One of the other humans checks it and realizes it's from Elantia. They've got a secret sort of command and they begin funneling up. Over the, the hour, 30 other Can I workers come up. check the bodies? Sure. And while we're down there, you check the bodies. You've been given lots of time. If I get lots of time, does that mean I can roll with like advantage or something? Yuri can help you because he knows Durigar and he knows the weapons they carry. So roll with advantage, please. Investigation. What is going on with these? Oh, no, Doug. Is that with advantage? Yeah, I rolled a two on one and a five on the other. All right, what's your total score? Five. So as far as you can both tell, it looks like it's uh, they were killed by weapons resembling Duragar weapons. And that's all you see. And you head on up. Are we the last ones up? If you want to be. Yeah. You're the last ones up. You tug on the thing and everyone is accounted for. And you return to your friends. I got a bad feeling about this. The hours go by and you talk to each other privately and we're back into the shrine. And you relay everything that happens. Krez, you fill in what happened while it was down there and Fintok, you fill in everyone what was going on. And how do you feel about this new addition? You were expecting Durigar, but ended up being... It's a bit disappointing. So, Durigar are tough as nails. Yes. Bad asses. These are not that. Uh, and dispensable. But, I'm not sure what the ratio was of slaves to Durigar down in the pit. There was way more slaves. Yes. So, we probably got better numbers than we would have had if we had just got the Durigar in. Did we get 10 or 30? 30. 30. 30. And these are the only ones that were loyal, like... If there were other bugbears, corbies, kobolds, goblins, they can't speak to each other. They just either got killed or ran off in their own groups. This is more those that can speak common, that are from the surface races, things like that, that are communing together for a greater good. Yeah, so they're like the protagonist races. Yeah. Tolkien-esque. Yeah, Tolkien-esque. They're the Tolkien-esque protagonist races. Well, there's a deep gnome there who's, you know... Yeah, but deep gnomes are all right. Yeah, they're all right. (laughs) They're all right. Do we uh, consider asking for the stuff back from the cleric under the guise of uh, running some uh, detect good and evil spells on this mob? On the mob, yeah, that's a good sure. idea. Uh, you want to track down Gladys? You find Gladys later on. Who is going? Are you going as a group or are you going as a... What do we think, everyone? Well, yeah, we can ask Gladys or we can sort of make it a council decision. I don't think we should, yeah, make it our group, because that'll be too suspicious. Who goes and talks to Gladys now, or you're not doing it? Well, I feel like we can ask Gladys, but I feel like if we ask Gladys as well as the other major dwarves of the Seekers... Yeah, call a meeting. Yeah, call a meeting. All right. About the Call a meeting about the forces we've just acquired. So it is now the 19th of Hammer still, and it goes into the evening. You've all had your evening meal, and you signal to Cisco and... You signal to Verg to mm. call a council meeting. Don't forget that Dulan did appoint you as the protector of the armor. Yeah, he just gave, as a shine of good faith, Gladys the armor and the warhammer. Mm. I just mean in, in terms of conversation with, if, if, yeah. if it's brought up, mm. we, we don't made, forget that it was a very ceremonious... You, yeah, you, we made that. It's just Gladys... You have a role. Like, yeah. They, 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 yeah, well, most of the dwarves are on my side anyway, so it's good. And Verg presents himself. Everyone is rested up and you see Elantia, you see Yuri, you see Maximus, Anastasia, Krez, Krusty, 
Gladys, Verg, the whole council is convened. I now convene the third council of Gondogrim. Who would like to speak first? Very well. Uh, I suppose I will kick it off. As you can all see, we... You see all the dwarves roll their eyes. That's <laughs> bloody Kres again. Our little expedition down the shaft didn't go as planned, but we potentially made some new allies. A uh, few things we'd like to discuss. Is he is the leader of the... Elantir's here. Elantir's here. For our sake, especially my paranoid self, we would like to run a little screen, so to speak, on you and yours. We'll get Fintuck. We will borrow back the items that Fintuck lent to you, Gladys. Gladys says, Oh, I can do it. If you give me the items, I will... You want to detect evil? I mean, I imagine you can just do it yourself without the items. So well, I'm the cleric. We, if we break up into two lots of two, we can... We can do it faster. Yeah, yeah smash it out quicker. No, I haven't prepared it yet. Well... We'll, we'll, we'll give, give you, time you the to prepare. We'll give you the and night. To I prepare. believe the agreement was Fintok that you would not be messing around with the clerical forces once again. You, you, Verg, you can support me on this. I made no agreement to never mess around with them again. I agree to lend you them for a time. Yes, Fintok, but this is a clerical matter. You're not a cleric. Well, I'm not saying. I know. I'm not saying that I do it. You have other clerics, don't you? No. I have something to input on that matter. Actually, what do you mean, clerical matter? I am a cleric of Berenar, True Silver. Right. If you need to detect evil with these items. I am the best person to and do it. And where did these items come from? What do you mean? It was. It's the heirlooms of the Gauntagrim that was passed down for Dulan to the Dwarven people. It belongs to all the Dwarven people. Does it? Yes, That's it does. That's not what Dulan told. We've already told. There was a role that was passed down. This is all coming down to semantics. The, the natural fact is. Fintuck was gifted this power to help the people, the dwarves of Gontalgrim, retake their land. Now, there is 30 of these people. I'm not sure about the ums and ahs of this spell, but 30 seems like a lot for one person. I feel like in the morning, both Fintuck and yourself, Gladys, can break up into two and do a thorough search on these people. Excuse me, are you a, are you a cleric, Chrysus? Well... Which one of us was revived from a dwarven god? It's a bad what? thing to say. <laughs> she looks pretty... <laughs> she twitches, her eye twitches. So, you don't know this because you're not a cleric, but detect evil and good is an emanation within 30 feet. She could literally cast it for 10 minutes once and detect everyone. Yeah, see, I don't know that. About and she spell. knows that, and she explains that to Verg, and Verg says... Well, it's uh, plain as day for me. It sounds like a good plan. Fintok, are you willing to hand over the belt? Guys, I've got a notion. Do it. What if I just... Uh... I thought you could just cast it even if you still have the belt, if the items were around. That, uh, was, in, that was another point. You have point. to be wearing all three. No, it was within a distance. You have to wear so all three. As long as they're within it. 30 feet. So you have to attune to it by wearing all of it, and then yeah. from there you can take it off. Now... I'm really tempted to just accuse her in the meeting. Have us both locked up, right? Agree to get locked up. Agree to have Gladys locked up. Why locked up? Because, oh, because, because you're, you're doing the accusation? Conflicting stories. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And uh, have a third party, say Verg. Yeah, Verg's who, the best who, pick. Who's the best pick because he wants to up his own career uh, and get him to do it. That's a good plan, actually. If she If she's suspicious. So as far as... She's acting suspicious. As you know? far as I see it, you could... Give Gladys the belt and be with her while she does it. Everyone will be with her while she does it. Everyone will be watching yeah, but her. But she's the only one that's sensing it, right? True. So she could just lie. Or you could persuade Verg to let Fintok loan the items back, which would be a harder check, mm -hmm. but it is possible. You've done it before. But we're still going to have to deal with this. Yeah, I, I like Fintok's plan. And the other option is accuse her now and let the cat out of the bag. And get Verg to do it. Yeah. And get Verg to do it. What would you like? The third try? option. The third option sounding really yeah, att that. attractive. Yeah. Elantia just sitting there, standing there going, what have I gotten myself into? Politics, friend. Politics. Ready? Verg, you are the present emissary of the Dwarven Authority, are you not? 
Yes, Braun Anvil has given me the authority here, along with the Seekers of the Way, to lead this joint incursion into Gortogrim. What I have to say concerns the safety of this whole expedition. I have two requests to make of this council now. The first is that all those that are currently holding items that belong to Dulan Tholvir, the High Sonenor, we will give them now for this meeting to your custody. The belt, which is in my possession, and Gladys's items, I would like you to hold on to them now, neither of us. You watch over them. Gladys uh, begins to protest, but... Uh, and Berg says, Waiting! Fintog has the floor first, mm. then I will hear your argument second. Yeah. And once you are guarding those items and have borne with me, I can make my second point. I'll, <sighs> I'll go get the belt. <sighs> We're waiting, waiting, Chris. What do you mean, go get the belt? Yeah, aren't you wearing it? Where's the belt? It's, it's hidden. We've hidden it in a safe place. Yeah, <sighs> I, it's, in, looks, uh, it's in my possession. Yeah. Verg, I realize this is a lot of trouble. And I don't want to cause more tension. If you are taking the items, then I'm happy for you to take them and act as an intermediary between the clergy and the seekers. <sighs> Verg just looks flabbergasted. I don't know what I'm doing, but just give me the items and I will safeguard it. And the kingdom of the dwarves will decide... Who gets it? Just, yeah. For now. For the meeting. For the meeting. For the meeting that we're in right now. For this current meeting. The current meeting that we're in. Yes. I will go get the belt. I will hobble out of the room. Thank you, Kresis. Kresis goes and gets his belt off. Yeah. (laughs) I walk over over to the room, like our little room. Yeah. Take the belt off. It's gone. Walk back out of the room and then come in. No, it's here. Of course it's fine. I'm wearing (laughs) the belt down back. Okay. Has Gladys surrendered her items? (laughs) Gladys is already taking off the items and lays it at Verg's feet. Okay. And is all the while looking at Fintok. Roll inside if you would like. I will roll inside. Tobias, you can roll inside as well. I'm excited. This is going to be like a courtroom drama now. <laughs> Where's my inside? I'm ter- I'm rolling terribly. This dice oh, is no. Doesn't matter. I don't care. You can see her taking off the items. I don't care what she's looking at me like, because she'll make a new face once I... She stares at you while she undresses. <laughs> no, not again. Full eye contact. Uh, I'm just going to gr- smile at her innocently. Yeah. And Kresis hands you the belt, and then you hand it to Verg. Elantia is just looking at this. Well, it seems like I have found myself into a rather sticky situation. Welcome to the Council of Gauntlegram, Elantia. And Anastasia just says to him, Yes, hello, I'm Anastasia. We met briefly. Yes, what they're trying to do, I'm sorry to put you in the middle of this, but what they're trying to do is you know about the aberrant threat and we have a spell that can detect if any of you are infected, if you know what I mean. Oh yes, the spell plague. There's, there was some of us who had friends that were taken by that terrible affliction. I understand. You may proceed. As long as we are looked after. I, we are in your charges. I'm going to maneuver my way and position myself towards the bottom, sort of where near Yori is. Sure. And sort of just hang out there. All right. Verg now has all the items. And he says to the group, Well, on to the second point in the, in the Council of Gauntgrim. We have, of course, Elantia, the elf, He has agreed to aid us, sort of, in our plan. They are not soldiers. They are, were farmers and miners and shopkeepers that were unfortunately brought into this mess, but some are willing to fight. And we have taken them, and they will act as guards and realign forces. But I believe our force is stronger for it. I have something now to say. Um, I'd like to take out the sentinel shield and just hold it. Sure. You're wearing the... Holding it. Because this could go... She could, like, snap and, like, do something evil. That's why I'm sitting down by the door. I will prepare, detect good and evil, and on the morrow, I will detect 
everyone, once again, of these new groups. I have done it before on everyone, as you know. You might not get the chance. Record... what? <laughs> she looks at you. I have something to say now. I put forward to this council that Gladys is a tool of the enemy, planning to bring us down from within. I'm sick of dealing with her. Yeah. Okay. Gladys looks at Verg and Fintok and says, What are you talking about? I have given over the items and you still attack me. I have given over my items as well. Verg, you don't have to be a paladin to prepare, detect good and evil. You will do that. You will attune to the items. You will test the both of us. Call me a liar or not. You brought the intellect devourer into this camp with the intent I of did infecting no us. such thing. I did no such thing. I heard it from Kreza's own mouth. Berg, he is a liar. He is lying. You know, Kreza's was mad from being resurrected. This, I know as a cleric, this is strong magic. He is not in his right mind. We both saw the intellect devourer come out of the altar that was hiding in. Why would you know this? Why would Kazul, the enemy of the Abolith, you're in this room? Are you in this room? Yeah, yeah. He's with oh. Yuri. Oh, so yeah, he had to take his belt off, but he came back. Yeah. He's, He's been pants fall down. in this building for weeks, if not months now. He had plenty of men in this chapel. How the hell does an intellect devourer just sneak in and sit in here? We do not know. That's why it was such a surprise. I did not detect it. It must have come in stealthily and hidden somewhere. Krez, tell her what you saw. You let off more information than you should have in our conversation, addressing me as something that I've only heard come out of the mouth of a mind flayer. I do not know what you're talking about. When I led me into the chapel, you shut the door behind me and pulled an intellect devourer out of your bag. That is lies, Verg. They are trying something. I do not know why. They are upset that you have taken the items and they are trying to flame me. We gave over the items freely. Here's what I will say. I may be lying. I might be a liar. I was a thief in my old life. If I am lying, then the test will prove it. Detect good and evil Verg on both up, of us. Verg puts up his hand. This is a rather surprising development, the one that I did not expect. I cannot believe we are arguing with each other when we have the threat upon our doorstep. We were here to liberate. The threat is inside our doorstep now. Gauntlegrim. This will save Gauntlegrim. And we must work together. The Abolists have ways. And I know this. Then you can't work with me anymore. For I have dealt with Abolists. And as the subject matter expert on Abolists, they have ways. Cisco lends a hand and puts his hand up. Calm down now, all my brothers, calm down. We do not need to fight, as Vergas said. We do not know if these accusations hold merit, but if there is a way has been presented to prove these accusations. And Verg, I do believe we must segregate Gladys and Fintok under God, and we can do this ritual, as they said. You can do this, Verg. Put us both in chains if you like. I'll sit and wait. Verg considers and just screws up his face and he's... Fine! Slams his hand into his other fist. Guards! Troops! Present yourselves! And through the doors, the troops walk in. I pull out my crossbow, drop it. Please take Gladys into custody and Fintok into custody. I hold my arms out wide uh, uh, with no weapons and I smile at her as she's taken away. <laughs> and I mouth your move. Roll inside as she looks back at you. Can I also roll inside? Yeah, yeah. You're, I'm assuming you're all attently watching this. 20. Nice. 14. I have not rolled above 10. This is interesting. So... It's a stalemate. You don't really know what her expression is. It could go either way. But you think that her eye twitches just a little bit in that sting. But it looks like she's holding, saying something. And Gladys is receptive, holds out her hands. Vintok, you hold out your hands. And you are each 
I pick up Seeker, by the way. I'm not letting that. Yeah, yeah. You, you fucking have it back drop it. I just, sure. it was disrespect. It's a symbol. <laughs> That's his crossbow, everyone. His yes. uh, elvish well, crossbow. Technically, it's Gobias' crossbow. He's just lent it to me this whole time. Now, just to uh, clear the air, uh, don't forget she is a magic wielder, so probably best you take up any sort of arcane trickery shit off her. It is innocent until proven guilty. That is how we do things in the Dwarven Kingdom, Tiefling. Very well. Don't let her get away with anything, boys. I'm going to say to you two. Gladys is led to the west side of this temple. Fintok, you are led to the east room of this temple. And four troops are each posted outside your door. And the doors close and are locked behind him. I now dissolve the third council of Gondogrim. Everyone, enjoy what sleep you can bring in this horrible temple. He spits on the ground and he walks out. I follow. Verg? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Tobias, you follow Verg. Anastasia. Got all the items. Kerezas are left in. Uh, well, the troops follow him as well. Yeah, that's He's fine. I'm not going to. Guarded. I'm going to attack him or anything. <laughs> Anastasia goes up to Krez. Krez, what the hell? Where did this come from? Did you know he was going to do that? I'll be honest. I didn't think we were going to... I didn't Probably. think... She whispers. I didn't think we were going to draw a hand so early. We ran out of time. There's no, yeah, there's no time left. We're surrounded by potential threats the minute we can clear this uh, up. Okay, well... Don't worry. This I'll is very concerning. Watch over his prison cell. Where are you going to sleep? <laughs> Where are you going to sleep? Are you feeling better now? We, do we put guards next to you? I, I don't want to sleep near you. I no offense. Wanna, yeah, I was going to say, do you want to crash with me? But that I didn't want to say it because it sounded weird. But oh, where's Kobias gone? I don't know. But Well, where did Verg go? Verg went just to uh, walk around, talk to the troops. He's just in the center area. Are you sneaking after him? No. Well, then he just walks around. How about we take it in shifts? I'll get some sleep. I think Tobias can do the drug thing again on you. Yeah, I'll get some sleep and then wake me. Okay. And then I'll take... I've, I've had a long day studying. I've copied some more spells. Well, you can, there. you can go get some sleep if you need. Okay, I've been studying all day. Anastasia goes and sleeps in the front room with all the scouts, finds a place for... It's basically everyone sleeping on top of each other. And the bugbear's in the pile. Tobias, are you sleeping in the pile tonight or are you, are you doing something else? You see everything, the camp start to settle down... We want to talk to Verk first, um, yeah. Where is yeah. Gladys staying as well? She is in the western room where she normally stays. Okay. And um, I guess I'll talk to Verg. And we enter open play and you may talk to Verg. You just see Verg going about his duties, ordering the night watchers, getting everything set up, and ordering the, the refugees that came are separated at the moment and held in around the jagged pit. There were separate rooms where the Duragar were also held under guard. They're now more or less free to mingle around the rest of the team, under guard, of course, like everyone's being watched. But Yuri has assured everyone that they're going to follow the, the right. And yeah, you just see Verg going about his finishing duties, authority for the day. And you can approach him to talk. I apologize for how sudden this was. Uh, it's okay. Four days ago, I think it was, there was a big trouble with uh, Gladys and, and Fintok. And I was sick of it then, and I'm sick of it now. So I, as soon as the morning comes, or whenever, what do I have to do with these items? I don't know. Oh, well, um, the way it was explained to us by Dolan was that uh, once you are connected to them, you have... Abilities that are passed through them. Uh, have you used magic items before? No. No. I'm no. a mere politician. Perhaps Anastasia is the more magically learned one, but... <laughs> typically, I know for... Krusty uh, can do it. Krusty, yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw Krusty Krusty! You saw Krusty come out of the building. Krusty! You saw Krusty talk to... They spent the I night know. together. No, he's not going so to do it. But. Yeah, Krusty comes over. Hello, Verg. I am Krusty. Remember me? 
You have uh, Walken. What? No. Christopher Walken. Oh, Christopher it's just his voice. I am Krusty. More like a sideshow Mel. Krusty, uh, you know yes. uh, how to teach a person to use a magical item. I was just going to say for this dagger, there is a magic phrase that comes to mind once I've stayed with it. Is it the same with all items? I didn't know you kept one of those horrid Asmodian daggers. Mm. You, I thought we stored all those away. Oh, I took this one while we were fighting Kazul. You better watch yourself with that one. Yes, I figure... Uh, it is an evil weapon. Evil? Yes, it is made from a substance called Hellthorn. It is prized by those who worship Asmodeus as a shards of his very essence. Hmm, interesting. It's quite... Quite concerning. I would assume that the uh, aberrant threat is weak to fire. I don't know, but I'm hoping it will prove useful against that. I hope so. Anyway, yes, Verg, you just, uh, you take the items and within an hour they will reveal a command word. They will speak to you somewhat and you will know instinctively. And Verg nods his head and goes, Well, I don't understand magic, but I'll, I'll give it a try. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, we don't know what the outcome would be, but we trust you as a emissary of the dwarves, and given the interaction that we understand between Gladys and our compatriot, hmm. you can may perhaps understand why we might be suspicious. Bugbear, Tobias, I have been a politician for many, many years. Maybe more years than you've been alive. Maybe. I have had things like this come up all the time. Arguments between our own people. But in the end of the day, we are all dwarves. And we all must stand under one true king. I'm glad you see it that way. And I do not want to see the seekers and the religious. I have to be in the middle of the clergy and the military forces, the scouts or the troops. I must remain as impartial. A, as authority under the will of our king. Well, that authority is what we rely on right now. And I will do this ritual in front of you. The trial will be first thing on the morrow. We anticipate either you will see something of suspicion or not, but um, there are a couple things I'd like to tell you that we're looking out for. One is that Gladys has been subject to some sort of influence or perhaps that Something is in her room, much like it was in her bag. Those are the things we are suspicious of. Then will Fintok consent to a search of everyone yourself, Kabias? We have nothing to hide. Then you will accept the search? That's what uh, the spell is for, yeah. No, I mean the search of your rooms. Yeah, yeah. Where you've all been sleeping. Yeah, I mean, let's do the spell and do the search. That's fine. Very well. It'll be done. First thing on the morrow. Yeah, we're not hiding nothing. And he walks off with Krusty and he's Luckily, true. I didn't steal any, any, uh, as a rogue, I didn't steal anything off of the, any of the seekers or anything. We just yeah. have to check she didn't plant anything. Oh, it's lucky you didn't steal anything from her before this happened. That's a good point, yeah. Because if Kabias, you're caught with her on her possession... Or somewhere in your room that you've hidden it. Oh, well, we don't really have anything suspicious on us. No. So. Yeah. So you're you're fine. Yeah. If this doesn't work out, I'm gonna be so <laughs> fucked off. Well, I'd think that perhaps she might she might not have a slug in the brain, but yeah. Oh, she if she some. doesn't, I'll be very upset. If it, yeah. it just means that she's a yeah. bitch. Yeah, of course. It's possible that she's just a bitch. Or it just means a false accusation but, that brings you down. But she was talking kind of weirdly. Like not like a person that's not just a. She admitted mm. to seeing Abelith. Yes. She admitted to knowing that I'm a key, which only Abelith knows. Yeah. He didn't now, say well, seeing Abelith. She could also. She said, "I know, I know an Abelith when I see one." He's heard of yeah when I hear one. It's the way the way, no, the way she said it was weird. Yeah. The way she said it made it sound like she's seen them. Um, yeah. And she pulled a uh, intellect of our, out of a bag. Out of allegedly. a bag. Not, not allegedly. Not allegedly. She threw. She pulled it into like Vera out of. That's her what Krez felt happened, and she could also be a, a thrall. Yeah. Yeah. So I think you're covering multiple bases. It's going to pick you up. Bear that in mind. 
Yes. The detective in the evil is going to sense you. No, because he's not classified. He's not classified yeah. as a fiend. Oh, good. You'll be fine. No, I mean, I mean the aberrant stuff. Yeah, no, I'm not an aberrant. He's okay, not aberrant either. So, the night passes, and everyone's going to sleep. Tobias, where do you sleep? Kresis, where do you sleep? So, I'm taking Antarians with Anastasia to watch Fintox. Anastasia is prison. fast asleep. Yeah, so I'm going to wake her up. She doesn't want to do any watches. We just said that a minute ago, Andrew. No, she we said go get Tobias. <laughs> we just, we, we both said Didn't that we'll take Didn't you hear Anastasia snoring? snoring? Yeah. That so was she symbol. said she was tired and I said, all right, you can take the second watch. And she, she, went, does, right. she doesn't want to do the watch. She said go get Tobias. This is suspicious, Andrew. No, it's not. It's... She said, go get Kobias. She is... Why, why does she want to help her? She's, she's one of us. She's one of them. She's, she's, she's one of them, is this she? Is, this is the same Anastasia that runs headfirst into danger when because... Emerald oh, my God, Fintok. Yeah. Well, she does not want to be oh in watch God, with you. No. And she just wants she's, to go sleep somewhere else. She's not going to be on watch with she me. She said that Andrew. I would be giving you the, the drug. Doug, why are you arguing with me? She doesn't want to do it. I told you. That's it. I, we just went over this. Andrew... I said I will take the, f the second watch and she can take the first. Then she said she was tired. And I said, all right, you can take the first watch. She's not going to be on watch. She's no, no. not going to be watching She said him. she's tired. not going to be on watch with me. That was the end of it. She's not doing it. She said, go get Kabaya. You didn't it's, say that. It's fine. I can do a watch. <laughs> yeah. All right. This is really suspicious, Andrew. <laughs> it's suspicious that you're suspicious. It's just, it's Anastasia. It's the same Anastasia that keeps doing yeah. dumb shit and every what? time Fintok is yeah. She's asleep. She's asleep. Somewhat I'm going to be drugging you in the morning. In no. danger. She yeah. did say that she wanted me to drug you. Whenever she's somewhat in Look. danger, she's just like, oh my God, Fintok, and runs into it. Yeah. And now. Anyway. Anyway. And the night passes. This is actually just, I don't know. Whatever. You're right, Fintok. You're, what are you thinking while Fintok is alone? You, you're happy with this situation where you stare at the door that's closed and locked? Yes. Good. I've, I've been in a prison cell before. I was hoping there might be a crack in Gladys's um, ceiling, and then I was going <laughs> to climb onto the roof, Flip and I was going to say yeah. stream into the decanter over and over again so it would drip in the room. That's sadistic, like water torture. Yeah. As a, well, it's not yeah. necessarily dropping on her head while she's got a bag over it tied down. It's just no. uncomfortable. That wasn't mentioned, but yes. I would assume, no, assume not. Yeah, it's not actual waterboarding. Yes. I've, I'm a thief, so I've been in prison before for stints of time. Oh, definitely. Sometimes you get arrested on purpose just so you can have a place to sleep. Uh, so I'm pretty satisfied. As I'm not a character that gets freaked out about being locked up or anything like that. Sure. I'm kind of at peace right now. I'm, my heart's pumping because of what I did. I've got adrenaline running through me, and uh, I'm just hoping that it works out. That's, that's Fentalk at the moment. And you go to sleep? Yes. Roll perception. Fintok, Kresis, okay. roll perception. I'll use my inspiration. Yes, you have inspiration. Tobias, roll perception. 23. 17. 16. Fintok, you go to sleep soundly. Kresis, you go to sleep soundly. Tobias, with your supreme perception, the ground, the stone beneath you begins to shake. First, how much? A little, then gradually rising. I will what notify the guards and be like, "There's a uh, something going on." You start to notify the guards. Where are you standing? Where were you? I would have been between the rooms, being where Kabias uh, and Gladys are being held. Kresus was there as well, sleeping. Kabias, you head into the front room where the scouts are. You notify the scouts and the troops. And one of the troops from outside begins to run in, yelling, There's something coming! There's something out there! Something what? And we'll find out next week, as the ground begins to shake even more, and we'll see you next time. I bet she cast fucking sending or some Holy bullshit. Holy crap. Bintok, mm -hmm. you're safe. You're locked in a room. Sure, that's safe. <laughs> Douglas, thoughts? Uh, no regrets. I want to go out there and fight it, but I don't want to leave what do you mean? Fintok unguarded. What are you talking about? Whatever the fuck's coming. There's an earthquake. You just... <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you hear the tremor last night? No. We heard We're on them pod. say... Josh is stuffing himself with food. We heard them say, something's coming. 
Yeah. Yeah, but the night before large. the night before the uh, the ground shook. No, I didn't hear that. You're you're just a you're a big gaslighter, you know. Yeah. You really <laughs> do, you li- do you literally not remember? Yes, I remember. You, you said that something happened, but you literally I, ended the episode with a guy running and saying something's coming, implying that he saw something. Something and now you're like, no, large. Yeah. No, he said something's coming. An astral, whatever it is. Something large. Did I say that? Yes. I thought he just said something's coming. No, he just said something's coming. Yeah. Did my hearing shit? Did I? Yes. Yeah. yeah. You are. <laughs> he said something's coming, and there's a big earthquake. Everyone can start to feel it now, and we'll find out what happens next week. Thank you, John. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, Andrew. Thank, oh, thank you, John. Thank you, Doug. Thank you. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, Josh. Josh is... Oh, God, that's disgusting. Yeah, that's we will leave thank you with that, everyone. Thank you very much for listening. We have been Nobody Wake the Bugbear. And thank you for listening to our courtroom drama. Mm-hmm. And table drama. Mm-hmm. Yes. See ya. Just doing a scene with Tobias, and we'll yep. come back. Yep, good. And then, uh, in the meantime, you have to decide oh, no, no. who's staying on, on the. We don't know he's back. So just continue your scene. I was just going to say what he's thinking. What tell him what to think about. The audience doesn't know he's come back yet, but with on your scene, then we'll come back, and then you can tell him off pod. So we'll continue. I am, with... I'm telling him off pod right now. Okay. So you have to think about who's going up with Elantia other than you, because um, Doug wants Krez and only one of the party of four to stay down. So you can think about that while we're doing this bit. And then we'll just pretend you're still pooping. Um, So...